Welcome to our podcast. I'm Spencer. I'm Adam. And we are two guys recovering from wounds of personal pain, reaching out to share the light and hope we've gained thus far on a continuous journey of self-discovery. With this podcast, we want to provide hope, inspiration, and some guidance to help you discover your identity, your potential, and your worth. This is Candle in the Darkness. All right, what were we talking about over there? <laughs> that was your bad. You're the recorder guy. Not I my fault. The recorder guy. <laughs> Not my fault. <laughs> all right. I should have thought of it though. Sorry. So we were talking about <laughs> envisioning. We were talking about, you know, envisioning your future. Right. And like bringing it to pass by belief and, and just seeing it laid out before you. Maybe it's, you know, I, for me, it's, no, you, you go first. You're, you're the boss. You go first. Well, you're not the boss. Okay. <laughs> um, for me, it's like if, if I, every time that I've been successful in whatever endeavor it may be, like, you just, if you can, you see something that you're wanting in your brain and you see it over and over and over again, you see it every day and it's just like, it's consuming you. It's so powerful. And it's just like, after a while, you just, you, you don't think about whether or not it will or will not succeed. You just go for it and it succeeds, you know? Um, so I don't know that ever, I'm sure that's happened to you. I'm sure it has. I can't seem to think of it on the spot what has what has happened um but it's like one of the one of the things i was just thinking about just now is is like what have do you have any examples of something that you've worked on and it finally succeeded yeah uh for me it's uh well i a lot of things but one thing that probably would be central you know i i didn't think of my poetry when i first started writing poetry as a kid um, I didn't really think of my poetry as something that I would eventually want to publish. I just wrote because it was my way of survival, you know? And, and so when years, years and years later, when I had over a hundred, I had like 120, 130, 140 poems that I would like to share with the, that I wanted to share with the world. It was like, it became this, uh, it became this consuming desire to share that with the world. And, um, when that happened, I just started looking for avenues, publishers, um, and settled on a publisher and went for it. And it happened and it cost me money, a lot of money, but it was worth it because I sold like, I don't know, 350 copies of my book. And, um, it wasn't really so much the number. It was just, it was the proof that I could do something that I, I could create something that meant something to other people. Um, and that, that was, that was everything, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. I can't, right now I can't think of anything in really specific for me that I've wanted, worked for and, and succeeded at. Um, I'm just a hard worker. Yeah. I agree with that. So I seem to just focus on what I'm current, what I normally am working on. So I don't know. I might come up with something here in a little bit. All right. So, yeah, we, you know, like we, we were just talking about, we were looking at, um, 
we were discussing kind of envisioning and believing your future, I guess, what you want in your future, mm-hmm. what you want to happen in your life. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, you want to continue. I mean, you're working on your novel right now and mm-hmm. uh, you want you want success out of that. And you've defined it, your success by X amount of copies to be sold. Right. Um, and for me, it's it's me. I'm looking for being able to provide for my family, you know, working three days a week, mm-hmm. if at all possible. Well, not at all possible. I believe that's possible. I believe that I can work three days a week and provide for my family. And that's what I am trying to work on, trying to establish how to do that. And, you know, and I believe that that's possible. It's just, you know, I, you know, like you it's and me, we both need to be open to how that's going to happen. Right. And try to we, we know that it's possible and we believe it's possible. Now we got to look at, OK, what do I need to do to make it happen mm-hmm. instead of just blindly thinking, I believe it's possible and actually do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the that's the other core thing about that is, is we still have to work for it. And but we have to be both knowing that it's possible isn't enough isn't enough yeah mm. i mean i i can believe it's possible all i want but if i do nothing to do to uh, push that along then it's never going to be realized so do you think there's something to be said for uh um the phrase i'm sure you've heard this before faith precedes the miracle um i'm not you know i'm not saying in some fantastical or um some out of this world sense i'm talking about an actual scientific formula faith precedes the miracle if you have faith then the miracle or in your case what you want to have happen with your work and with your family and your finances if you you know if you have the faith that it's going to happen do you believe that because of that faith that you have in it um it'll it'll kind of like channel or guide you in the direction that you need to go in order to make that happen yeah, I mean, I definitely believe in, like what you said, you know, whether it's that term or otherwise. I mean, it, we definitely have to have the belief that it's going to happen. And that's essentially what faith is, is, you know, believing even when you have absolutely no proof. Right. I mean, just deep down in your core, you start to believe that something's possible or something's real. And, I mean, that's... I mean, the miracle occurs, obviously, with, that, with the work and all that that you put into it. I mean, but the first step is, is having the faith and believing that it's possible. I like to think of faith as like an ongoing uh, fuel for accomplishing our goals, you know? Right. Like, it's important to have the faith at the beginning. It's important to have the faith all throughout the process and all throughout the journey, you know? Yeah, and I think that's... Faith throughout the process, that I think is the harder part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's <laughs> that's where I struggle with a lot is, you know, I start to get down and depressed about it. And then I'll I'll get off the project, whatever I'm working on for a while. But, I'll, you know, the good thing is I'll always come back and I'll always come back to it and get started on it again. Um, it's like it's like my um, I have a blog um, and. Related to trying to inspire others 
with addiction recovery. And I started it. Then I took a break from it for like a year. (laughs) Started it again. And I took another break for a year. (laughs) But it's still there. It's not something that I've given up on. It's like I know that that website is important and I need to continue working on it. Uh But, you know, it's staying motivated, staying encouraged. I mean, for me, once, you know, the, the pressures of life really, when it comes to work and work starts getting stressful, my main employment, then my side project starts to, all my side projects start to um, kind of um, not be my, excuse me, my primary focus. Hmm. So I lose interest in it. And it's a hard thing because yeah. you're battling, I mean, depression is not, a, not a, there's no laughing matter, no joke. I mean, I mean, I've I've battled depression most of my life, and it's like it's just it 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 tears you down. And it also draws out all your energy, right? So it just kind of drains you. But you know, I mean, the important thing is you know still maintaining that faith too. Mm-hmm. That these things are. I mean, that's the hard part. Like you like you said, is to maintaining that, and we got to do what we whatever we can to try to. You know, keep our goals moving forward, even though I don't like the term goals. <laughs> my, my projects. Right. <laughs> my projects going forward. You call them eventualities. <laughs> so, yeah. So what about, like, what are some things that you and I or anybody could think of? I mean, what do you think of about, like, things that might galvanize the warrior within, so to speak, and just give you a jump start like when you're having I'm not talking about depression I'm talking about just when you have the things you want to work on and they're whether or not they're in sight but you might not have the energy or the the focus or whatever it may be to finish what you've started well if you look I mean if we kind of categorize a little bit what why don't we continue the things I mean for me one of the things was I got busy at work all the time Mm-hmm. And then when I'm so busy at work and when I'm off of work, I don't want to do anything else. I just want to relax because my, you know, I, I'm a programmer mm-hmm. uh, by trait. And so my my brain capacity mm-hmm. <laughs> is just spent when I get home. Yep. And it's like I don't want to continue on that. I mean, that's one thing. The other thing is, you know, just starting to lose passion for it. You know, you know. Let me let me phrase that a little bit. Not really losing passion because it's you know when you start a project, you're very excited about it and you want to do it. But then that excitement starts to dwindle away. It's not as exciting anymore. Right. And that's I don't even know how to categorize that. What to call that? Commitment. But that's you know it's when those right. It's hard to continue after that. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's plenty of other reasons why, you know, we get sidetracked on our, our projects and the things we want. Um, but, you know, those are the two things for me, what sidetracks me. Hmm. Fun. <laughs> yeah. I For me, I, um, I, I can identify with that, you know, losing kind of the um, pizzazz, the pizzazz of what you're working on because... I mean, at the, like you said, at the beginning, it's it's 
much easier to have excitement because it's new and it's something you just came up with or recently came up with. So it's like, yes, this is going to be awesome. And then, you know, life hits you. Yeah. Um, for me, that's part of it. For me, another part is um, like when I start to lose traction in a, in what I'm working on, um, it's usually because... I get depressed because I don't feel like because it's such a huge undertaking. I, I I set big goals for myself, and so when I have a big goal and I am not making the the progress or at least the rate of progress that I would like to make, it's like a huge downer. And my depression that's been with me most of my life starts to crop up. So um, I don't know. Finding a way to finding a way to maintain the the not necessarily the excitement, even though that's important, it's vital, but um, also the commitment, you know? And I think, I think the, well, I know the mind, the human mind is incredible and it's powerful. And it's like, if, if you can get your mind to, to say, this is my commitment, like for me, it's my writing, of course. And so if I'm writing, my commitment is to write every day, at least three hours or whatever it may be, then... Um, if that's my commitment and I make that commitment, I write it down, I put that writing on my wall, literal wall, by the way, for right. those of you who are technologically savvy. Um, but doing that makes it real for me and it makes it solid and it makes it not necessarily, it doesn't make it a chore. It makes it a, a guidepost, you know, like this is something I want to do today kind of thing. You know, does, does that make sense? Yeah. You got to be reminded of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, you know, I think that's, you know, crucial, you know, especially where I lack in some of those things is I easily just let distractions get to me. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, this is what I, this is what I need to work on today for this reason, for, you know, you know, it's kind of the, you know, you talk about commitment, but mm-hmm. you know, another way to phrase it is your routine. You know, this, in order for me to continue get to where I need to do I need to continue this routine mm-hmm. you know uh, it's, I guess it's just like everyone you know anyone who's you know, anyone who works out or whatever I don't work out so I don't know <laughs> <laughs> but they always have their routine you know they go in it's like I'm going to work on this aspect this day you know I'm going to work on my arms this day my legs this day I mean it's it's got to come down to the same thing for for us and trying to reach, you know, our goals. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's just like today I was having, you know, discussion with my wife is, is, you know, I'm trying to work on a promotion that I got, but I seem to be sucked back into my old work that I always do. So, mm-hmm. and you know, I've thought of this before, but, you know, and my wife just pointed it out to today. It's like, well, just set out a time or a day a week saying this day I'm working on my promotion stuff. Everything, you know, every if any other projects that need my attention come up, they're going to have to happen on these other days. But this day is related to what I was promoted to work on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've thought of that before, but of course. You know, when someone else tells you, <laughs> it sinks in especially, more. Especially, especially with my wife. You know, my wife is a smart person, and um, you know, it sinks in more. And it's like, 
you know, I totally, I totally agree with, you know, and that's something that I, you know, I'm going to be working on coming up, you know, this, especially this coming week is saying, defining, okay, this day I need to be in the office, working in the office and not at uh, some client working on something else. Right. So, but it comes down to our own, our own interests as well, our own, excuse me, our own pursuits. Well, it's kind of like what we were talking about before with commitment, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I think we, I think, I think both of us have commitment, you know, but it's a matter of focus and commitment. And so it's like, if you, if, if your if your intent, if your intention or your commitment is to work in that office on certain things on a certain day or number of days per week, and that's your goal, not just your goal, that's your focus, that's your, that's your, that's, that's your set, um, thing then you're gonna be i mean it's all about mindset like you're talking about it's just it's like about you know you could set up boundaries saying i'm not going to do this i'm going to do this i'm not going to do this i'm going to do this right so it's like if you set those boundaries and say i mean it's mind power and we all have the mind power it's just a matter of exerting it and something that what's what's something spencer that has helped you in the past or whenever um as far as like holding on to your mindset, like what is something that has cemented you in something that like just an example, like something that has cemented you in what you're doing and you, you have the mindset, you have the focus, you have the, um, yeah, you have the mindset. What's, what is it? What is something that yeah, I know what you're, I know what you're trying to say and I'm trying to figure that out. Um, I mean, it comes down to desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I have the desire to do that, then it's it's relatively easy for me to stay focused. And, and if you don't, then it's not. If I don't have the desire, then it's a struggle. So we were you were talking before about need, you know, about your needs. Versus, right. And you didn't say wants. You said needs. So let's say you had like um, you have something you need to get done. But you also have something you want to spend time on, and they're not the same thing. So which trumps which, and why? It depends which one's giving me the most pressure. Oh, <laughs> right. It depends. You know, really, it's like um, for me, it's you know, in life, it's like it's easy to get overwhelmed with all the things we need to do or want to do in life. And I mean, let's, let's, you know, use the example of a house, mm-hmm. you know, you, you own a house and you, you bought a fixer upper and the fixer upper is like the to do list never seems to end. <laughs> it's like, Oh, I want, you know, I want to put a new carpet in. I, I want to repaint the kitchen. I want to uh, remodel the bathroom mm-hmm. I want to do some landscaping. Um, and, and that, you know, that to-do list just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing to the point where it's like, just looking at the to-do list is overwhelming. So it comes more down to what is the higher priority? What is giving me the most stress right now that I need to fix in order to relieve, um, to relieve some of that stress? Okay. So let's say, what, what, what about like... 
let's say you your house it needs to be remodeled or not remodeled it needs to be finished and but that's the problem it never gets finished right so let's say it needs to get <laughs> closer to being finished but you also have like let's say you have let's let's combine our two different scenarios yours and mine okay let's say we have let's say you have a a house that you want to continue to finish but you have a book that's almost finished and you want to f- complete it you want to perfect it you want to you know, right. edit it you want to find a good publisher or publishers to submit the work to and if you work on the house today you won't have any you won't have any time left you know you won't um to work on the book because by the time you're done with the the house stuff you'll be so tired you know from experience that you won't be getting done on, anything done on the on the book right so one is a need depending on how you value it the other is also a need but it's also considered a want because it's not necessary immediately to your physical survival right right so which you know how do you prioritize when it comes to something that you both want and something else that you both want and need when they're both important i mean nothing no one's i don't know about necessarily prioritize but i kind of i'm kind of thinking that It was in my brain and I lost it. <laughs> I can go over the whole thing again if you no, like. No, <laughs> it's, it's... I mean, they're both... You could categorize them both as wants. Mm-hmm. It's just you're choosing one over the other. Right, so it's what you choose to be the priority. And because I'm choosing the stress, you know... The stressful thing because it will I will be less stressful, a little less stressful. Um, by doing it, by doing it, I'm not really getting what I want. Other than, I'm just getting rid of a pain. Right. So it's a, you know I'm avoiding the pain. So in order to avoid that pain, I need to work on it to get rid of it. So it's a negative motivator. Right. Whereas, but it's one of those. It's one of those. It's still a motivator. It's not. You know, and that's kind of where the mindset is a little bit different. You have your want, um, whatever project that you want to do mm-hmm. that potentially could bring you joy. But you also have the, the other project that is negative but needs to be addressed. Right, because if you don't, it'll get more negative. It'll get more negative. Mm-hmm. So, and it become and, and you're focusing, you know, it's like me, it's like, I want to get rid of that negative to get rid of that pain. Right. But then I'm so exhausted that I can't do the thing that's I enjoy. So what do we do? <laughs> well, I guess to each his own or to each his own struggle. But right. um, I mean, when you come to needs versus wants, wants are in some ways wants are needs in the sense that you do them and you feel happier and happiness is a need. So in that sense, you know, wants our needs, but it's like, it's in that, you know, in that, in, the, in that case, it's more of a, a, a want that you, that you satisfy to bring you psychological happiness. Right. Versus a need that you satisfy to take care of a physiological stress, right. stressor. Um, so, you know, 
I guess you could call it balance because both really, if you want to look at the truth, both of them should be addressed, right? Because right. they're both part of your psyche. They're both things you want you want and need really at the end of the day to take care of. So, but in addition to that, we're talking about our health, right? Because when you take care of the things that, when you take care of things that bring you joy and they bring you joy as you take care of them, or happiness, whatever you want to call it, um, you're healthier. So that should be a priority, but it isn't oftentimes in our world today for many people, myself included, and I'm sure it's happened to you, because, again, it's the need versus want. The immediate need versus the eventual need or, or want, immediate right. want. So, um, so I think, you know, I think just something to bear in mind for anybody is to recognize that self-care and whatever that means for each of us is not just important, it's vital. And so when, you know what I'm saying, I'm I'm talking a lot. Um, Thankfully, we're here to talk. Uh, But I, (laughs) but, you know, it just... I think uh, I think when when we when anybody takes care of the things that matter to them the most at the end of the day, as they're taking care of their just day to day needs, I think I think both are important and so both need to be taken care of, and we do that and we're happy. We're also successful. So put those two together, you know. Um, Maybe that's the once maybe that's a part of the solution for finding success. Chalk one up for the philosopher. I'm just sitting here pondering. Oh dear. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, he's I'm pondering. The, I'm one that thinks a lot and ponders a lot. So I, I have no idea what that's like. <laughs> so Yeah. I try to come up with epiphanies. <laughs> you know, epiphanies don't come for the wanting. At least that's been my experience. Um, so, what do you? How do you def? How? Yeah. <laughs> how do you define that you're successful? By my happiness. It's not something that's quantifiable per se, but if I'm happy. Then I'm working towards a, that means that I'm working towards something that I prioritize, and that means I'm making progress. I'm making I'm becoming successful day by day, moment by moment. Um, I'd say that uh, I'd say that success, you know, um, isn't a number. You know, some people or some many people I'd say would would define success as saying, "I want this amount of money." To me, that doesn't make sense because it's like, well, you know, why do you want that money and what what value does it have for you and why does it have that value? Um, For me, it's more, I want to touch this many lives. I want to impact this many people. I want to, um, I want to shape the world for, um, for good. And of course, those are kind of gray areas because, you know. It's not a specific definition, but once I, de- once I have that, then I go, well, for, for the world to be good, I want people to, um, 
I want people to have what they need to create their own happiness. So in order to yeah. do that, um, for me, it's just a matter of what do I need to do to be successful so I can become the leader or the um, the helper in that regard, right? So that, of course, comes down to how can I become self-reliant, self-sufficient, and even become independent. So, um, so does that does that answer your question? Yeah, I like what you how you said that success for you is is the measure of your success is your happiness. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree that. You know, if I get a new car, I'm going to be successful. If I get a new house, if I have, you know, X amount of money, I'm going to be successful. If I, if I have my own business, mm-hmm. I'm successful. And it doesn't define success. I mean, because you can still be miserable as can be. and Have tons of money. And, I mean, I, I really like what you said, you know, success is... How'd you phrase it again? I'm sorry. Success is how is my happiness. Is right. Defined. So success is your happiness. And so if you have lots of happiness, you have lots of success. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. It's my wife. Um, she started an Etsy shop. Um, mainly just, she had an idea and she's like, I can do that. So she started doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, it was a struggle for her to start. And, you know, I kept saying, you can do it. You can do it. Just go ahead and do the next step. Go ahead and do the next step. Go ahead and do the next step. And she, and it was kind of like a gift box thing that she was, yeah. she was selling. And her very first customer, she sold one. And it's like, boom, done. Successful. <laughs> You're a successful business lady. <laughs> that brings up another and thing. And it's, it's, you know, in reality... It's true. She that's she she didn't specify how many clients to have, how many boxes to sell. She didn't specify exactly that. She's like, I'm just going to put this on and see if anyone's interested. People were interested, and so therefore she's a success. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, total. She you know, over the past few months, she's probably sold like twenty boxes, but. And it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, it brings her compiling a box. You know, what can I try to make next? Mm -hmm. That's what brings her happiness. The fact that, you know, she doesn't have thousand, couple of thousand orders, you know, that's not really what's bringing her joy from it. It's, you know, it's the little things. Right. And that's, you know, it's like when she sold that first one, how happy she was. You know, that's what I saw as her success. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, that's, you know, an awesome way of putting it because I've never really thought about it that way. You know, your happiness is your success. If you're accomplishing what you want to accomplish, then you're happy. Yeah. If you're, or not necessarily accomplishing, but working towards and you see progression, then that brings you happiness. It's a different mindset than than what, most well, I'm not going to say it that way. It's a different mindset, mindset than what the world, in general, 
puts forth as the way to success. Right. Because the world would tell you that the, that success is a certain number or that success is a certain how big your house is or success is how much money's in your bank account or six and those are good things but they're the way i see it success those things are the proof of the success that you already have created right because if you have success personal success then like me like selling my first book right that was a, that was success and so in that sense i'm successful and it wasn't because of the money, because I, you know, I don't sell one book for ten billion dollars. You know, it wasn't the money. It was about that person who first bought it, who could be touched by it, who could be helped by it, right, and impacted by it. So, you know, it, it it's not about, you know, like I, it's like we're saying, it's not about uh, a number. It's not about that kind of thing, really. And we already said, like maybe we said it off the off the air but it was just like we said something like if the the richest person on the planet because he has riches that doesn't make him happy right right so and you said that you're the genius here <laughs> so you know maybe you know, it's like another way to put it is success is based on your perspective mm -hmm. and you i mean just like anything you're working on or towards it's like you have to have the right perspective um it's, it's like my wife she was very scared to start her etsy shop and post something for sale yeah and you know because the fear of what if they don't like it what if no one likes it mm -hmm. and it's and you know i kept having a reminder it's like it's about learning it's about the journey you know learn you know even though you've accomplished this, you put something on there and no one bought it, or it's it's what you've learned along the way. And, you know, we have to even, we have to look at the positive things we've learned, not the negative, <laughs> you know, because you could easily go the wrong way there saying nobody likes anything that I, mm -hmm. that I put on there. Perspective again. You know, it's, it comes down to that perspective. It's like we have to choose to look at the positive or well yeah really the positive i mean because we could either we could either be looking at something negative we can see something negative in an event or we can see something positive in an event so perspective it all comes down to perspective <laughs> <laughs> you know i i like uh there's this uh um, picture i have in my room on my wall um and it's this picture of one a, like a a box and then a bigger box next to it and then a bigger bigger box after that and then a bigger bigger box after that mm -hmm. and then there's this big like another few boxes that stack up taller than any of the other ones right and then you see at the tallest stack of boxes you see a toddler at, on top of the boxes so he's probably like you know 10 feet in the air this toddler mm -hmm. and he's in he's in a diaper he has no shirt on and then you see this uh this little light switch that's at the top of the ceiling and he's he's clambered all the way up these boxes like step after step after step he's created this staircase for himself makeshift staircase and he's reaching for this light switch and the caption is no goal you dare to reach for will ever be too high and i know we don't like the word goal but 
No, not we, just the right. <laughs> but I, I just, you know, it's it's it was so, it was so inspiring to me. I kept that. It was like a birthday card. But um, uh, I just like how that to me is inspiration. That to me is inspiring and and just encouraging because it's like everybody has desires, everybody has wants, and we were talking about needs versus wants. I think just talking about wants for a sec. Um, Everybody has something that they want to accomplish. Everyone has something they want to do. And it's not a matter of, for me at least, it's not a matter of whether or not they can. It's a matter of will they do what it takes to get it done, you know. So my, my as an example, of course, my, my best example really um, you know, I, my, my novel is almost done. It's a full novel is 90,000 words at the end of the day. And I'm at 93, which means I have room with work with which to work, but it's not done because there's still gaps in the story. So, um, 24 years ago when I started that book, um, I had no idea that it would get the, get this. I would never, I, I would never have envisioned that I would have 90,000 words. I was 14 years old. I just had an idea for a story right. and it is what it is now. So just, you know, when you have something something that you want and need, but even if you don't have both, you know, I think a need and a want can get confused. And I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, when you have something you, you just are gearing towards, let's just put it that way, it's worthwhile because it's your brainchild. And that makes it worthwhile because you, as a, as a person, are worthwhile. Therefore, whatever you create or want to create is also worthwhile. Right. So. The key is trying to stay motivated. <laughs> well, I think that helps to know all those things, you know, to know that you are in it for the long haul and that you're doing it because you want something that's worthwhile. You don't think that being that, you know... Like you, you've been on it for 24 years, you said, mm -hmm. working on this book. And I'm sure along the way, it's you've had the thought, I can't do this. Oh, yeah. This is way too hard. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to accomplish this. But just like my own projects, you know, it's like I, I know you've worked on it, come back, work on it, come back. I mean, it's one of those deep down desires that you, you just want. Mm -hmm. And that's why you keep coming back to it. Right. But I'm sure, I mean, 24 years, I mean, if it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's people who are able to get something done a lot quicker, but you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, that, that's kind of the, that's kind of the struggle that, you know, I'm kind of, I'm trying to focus on a little bit too and trying to, you know, it's, you know, as we talked about the commitment and the routine, you know, by, and staying motivated to, to do that. And I guess that's what we need to each determine for ourselves. What'll, what it will take to stay motivated? Exactly. What it will take to stay motivated enough to do this. I, I believe something's possible, but then it comes into the to the thing, am, like you mentioned just a few minutes ago, am I willing to put in the work to make that happen? So am once I able to, am I willing to, well, to do the work. <laughs> so do you think, or, or I was going to ask a question about that. Do you think, Spencer, that, I mean, obviously you have the desire, you have the need, because you could call it a need, really. It's a need of the soul or whatever. Um, 
so what do you think you need to have to gain the ongoing um, motivation to keep going? I mean, what what will it take to have the motivation to continue on your goals until you have them accomplished? I think what I need is evidence of progression. Hope. You need things that produce hope. Yeah, definitely things that produce hope, but also something seeing that something is working. Right. Or I'm accomplishing these things. Evidence of that, I think, is is what I need. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's like with, you know, addiction recovery. Over your lifespan of addiction recovery, you can see the progression mm-hmm. or when you start to go downhill as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see the evidences of it. Right. And those, some of those things, I mean, those things are beneficial. I mean, that's the perspective, basically, that you're not looking necessarily, okay, I failed or I, I accomplished this. It's, it's, it's the overall evidence of what I've been able to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And even though I may not feel like I'm doing anything, looking at the evidence is something is happening. Right. So, and that's, for me, I, you know, I think that's one of my things is, is like, I need the evidence of progression. Now, even though I have the evidence of progressing, I do lose motivation. Okay. And for example, you know, back to like uh, remodeling a house. It's like uh, remodeling a bathroom. Yeah. So I started remodeling a bathroom in my house. And then, you know, I'm working hard at it, working hard on it. And finally, to the point, I got too exhausted. Yeah. And I, and I finally was just like, I'm done working on that. And it's been an unfinished project for a while. <laughs> Even though I saw the evidence of it progressing, it's, it's, it's like I, I remember the pain, all mm. the work I had to do to make that happen. And I, I don't really want to <laughs> get back into that work again. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe something so, uh, Mr. Miyagi said a long time ago would help us in this in this point. You know, he's uh, he's walking along the beach and Daniel's son is out in the waves and uh, getting bowled over and over mm-hmm. and uh, trying to find, you know, some semblance of self-control in the waves. And Mr. Miyagi says, go learn balance. You know, sometimes the best way to learn balance is when you're going through the hard stuff because when you're going through the easy stuff, you know, it's it's not a struggle. And when you don't struggle, you don't grow. You don't become stronger. Right. So, you know, the things that you, you went through to accomplish what you did, those are helpful to you in the way of, you know, you value what you did. Right. So, you know, it gives value to – our struggles give us value to what we accomplish, you know. Yeah. I don't know if that's exactly what you want to hear at all, but <laughs> it's not about what I want to hear or not. It's what I, you know, I want to, you know, have a conversation. I know. <laughs> so, staying motivated. I mean, like you said, I mean, sometimes it's easy to stay motivated when it's fun, but it's. I mean, I guess you have to plan for those times when you're not motivated. Mm-hmm. And yep, stick to that plan or the routine or the commitment 
you know, when you're not motivated. I mean, I guess that's what it comes down to. It's like in order to for us to achieve the things we want to achieve, we need to come back to that to that commitment and that goal that we work on, Mm -hmm. you know, daily. So habits, good habits would help, you know. That's why, you know, one of the things I really like about writing is that I can write a goal each day, like write the same goal each day over and over and over again. And it becomes so cemented in my brain that it doesn't matter if it's practical. It doesn't matter if it's easy or not. It just, all that matters is that it's my goal and I'm going to work toward it until I get it. It doesn't matter the, you know, I'm glad we understand each other, Spencer. We do. Yeah. We have such a deep conversation all the time. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I enjoy about it <laughs> comes down to commitment right that was me by the way ladies and gentlemen me I just do weird accents sometimes so sorry about that don't worry about a thing we're going to get through this eh <laughs> for an action step this week we invite you to write a personal goal you have down on paper Write it as though it's already happened. Do the same every day for a week. Take note of how you feel. Again, listeners, we uh, like to thank you for uh, joining us with this podcast, and uh, we hope that you have a good day. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.